Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. It's finally time. We did it. We're here. We're all here. We're all alive. Everyone got their body parts still attached. (laughs) Yeah, for now. (laughs) It was a difficult takeoff, but we are officially launched into the void. Um, Who wants to talk about some D&D? Yeah, I do. Let's do it. Let's start by introducing ourselves, and I will go first. I'm Jules. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm going to be your dungeon person. <laughs> um, I, I was going to say master, but then I got scared. I don't know why. <laughs> dungeon master. <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe I'll say mistress. And then I was like, oh, now it's definitely. <laughs> That's then I panicked. It's getting a little, a little kinky. It, I didn't stick the landing. <laughs> uh, that's me. I'm running this game. Who's with me? My name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing Xandar Radnax. Nice. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Bianca Phipps. I use she or they pronouns, and I will be playing Heart. And my name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm going to be playing Rain. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining me on this trip into the void, y'all. Oh, I'm Thanks so for having I'm us. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> I'm excited to start <laughs> playing. Uh, but how about first, we talk a little bit about what we're doing, why we're doing it. Uh, Carlos, yeah. I'm going to throw it over to you. Yeah. Just to start off, kind of introduce who we are. We are a few uh, Chicago artists who just happen to love D&D and improv and what we're doing here today is the main goal is to have fun. But um, something that's really important to us is we really want to, you know, welcome voices that don't often get heard. To be completely blunt with you, I'm a little tired of telling stories of straight white cis dudes. And also, I'm going to say this up front. I, I'm kind of jumping the gun here, but I, I want to say one of my biggest pet peeves in all of art, film, television is is when female characters always have to have a love interest and it it annoys me so much like sometimes <laughs> there'll be a really strong female character and then all of a sudden it's like yeah but she's got to have a boyfriend no so Jules I'm letting you know right now if yeah. you, if anyone crosses Rain's path I'm going to say you're, no. You're gonna say <laughs> it's going to be yeah, hard no. Let me grab this cartoonishly no. large sheet of paper and just <laughs> tear it up. There yeah, it goes. No. The entire mm-hmm. thing. That's fine. No love. No love for rain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't need it. Don't hey, need it. There's no in space. No one can fall in love. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, everyone else can. That's fine. But but for me or for anyone else. I'm sticking. I'm sticking to that. I'm just letting you know. I'm giving you a fair warning. Yeah, um, I'm challenging. I'm gonna create a character so sexy. Oh, you yeah, won't yeah. even be able to resist. This is a challenge <laughs> for me. Now. Now, <laughs> I'm gonna Carlos, try. Carlos, is this is this decision or uh, or this this choice because you have a lo- really low charisma score? Is that what it is? You're just trying to make an excuse for yourself. Here, yeah, I'm I'm saying that I'm doing it on purpose. I'm just preparing myself for failure. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> we'll get into this more when we talk about your character. But does Rain have game? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I actually, I don't remember. I, I have to look at my sheet, but, um, but I don't think that she has a uh, high charisma. I mean, she spends most of her time 
alone. And we'll get yeah. into that in a little bit. But yeah, she's kind of a little asshole. So I don't think so. <laughs> I think she rubs people off the wrong way. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Well, before, before we get before we get too deep in the weeds yeah. with the characters, let's get a little context on the world. What is the void we're, that we're launching ourselves into here? What is the void indeed? So the void is like space, but with magic. It's like magic space. <laughs> And it also yeah, gets yeah. me out of having to do any like real sciency sort of stuff with this campaign. I just really um, love sci-fi. I'm inspired by things like uh, the Mass Effect game series and like uh, uh, Farscape, which is a really sort of obscure Jim Henson sci-fi TV series from the early 90s. And, you know, oh, Star yeah. Wars and Star Trek and all that good stuff. So. I wanted to see what happens if you just like sort of force D&D and all that stuff to play nice with each other, kind of what comes out of it. And um, that's kind of where the void came from. Basically, I took a lot of the typical Dungeons and Dragons, fifth edition sort of characters like elves and dwarves and things like that. And I just stuck them on planets (laughs) and I sort of (laughs) rewrote this whole kind of lore about how these different races interact in the void and in these like ships that sail through the black nothingness in search of like treasure and undiscovered territories. Uh, So there's a lot, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of, I wrote a lot of nonsense (laughs) and I'm sure we'll post it all up somewhere. If people want to get really deep into like what the void is and what all these planets are um, as we get going. But there's, there's so it's basically, it's basically like the future of Feyrun, basically. Yeah, like more yeah. Or less, you know, right? the galaxy is even called the Feyrun Galaxy. Um, just stealing that. Um, and also, you know, <laughs> I love Dungeons and Dragons, but there's so much stuff written about it already, and it's like so hard for me to get my mind around. So I'm like, I'm just gonna make my own stuff. <laughs> so yeah. this is sort of a way for me to just blast everything into the future and kind of like, you know, take my own license with it. Yeah. I love that. That's so there's exciting. gonna be robots and there's gonna be lasers and there's gonna be feelings and good times. So <laughs> not here. Yeah, <laughs> no not feelings. Rain, no not for rain. But <laughs> just pain. There is a character literally named Hart, so Yeah, and that was absolutely one hundred percent on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna get like too deep into the lore now because I think you know, some of it will come up in gameplay and also some of it was just so dense that if I was to sit here and try to read it to you, it would sound like gobbledygook. But just know that <laughs> there's like sort of history here with like, you know, what aliens are on top of the food chain and what aliens are on the bottom and where everyone sort of fits in. Uh, there's been interplanetary conflicts and uh massive AI computer hacking things. Uh, and maybe when we talk about your characters, I'll get more into like sort of where your species or race is like sort of from, and that can help to sort of fill in the gaps of this world. I love that. But I'm super excited. It was fun to like make weapons and armor out of just like nothing and invent bad guys and spaceship battle rules. I hope it all works. Yeah. We'll I mean, see. <laughs> That's that's the thing I love about this game is that it like when you buy when you buy your player's handbook or your expansion, whatever, they they describe what everything is, right? Like 
Mm. A wizard is someone that reads a lot of books and, you know, like gets their spells from texts and things like that. And, and like the, the ability to just be like, mm, no, <laughs> I'm going to do it a little different, right? Like to reflavor it. And, and as, especially as a DM, that, that must be so much fun to just be able to be yeah. like, okay, I know this typically is some sort of high fantasy thing, but for this world, it's a magic, I don't know, space pig or something like that right you, like yeah, thank you for you know. thank you for bringing up the magic space pig because that's really why we're all here <laughs> there is a magic space pig and it's going to come up in the first couple episodes so make sure you're super in excited <laughs> can i am i allowed to ask like what was your favorite uh reflavoring i guess for like lack of a better term like what is like one of the things that you Jules, were like super excited about when you were like i guess i want to make this Oh, sure. You know, I really am such a huge fucking nerd is the thing. So Mm. like just thinking about, okay, in this galaxy, this is where the dwarves are from. So this is the kind of things that that would be around in this galaxy if they were in space. And I'm like, okay, okay. If the elves are over here and the dwarves are over here, you know, like building like I, I built this whole so, okay, here we go. Ready? So all these galaxies <laughs> are connected by these ancient gates, like that predate anything else in, in the void. Um, okay. And you can use these gates to travel to different galaxies. And I sort of built this whole religion based off of that when it was discovered. Um, and it's all based off of the Zodiac uh, uh, pantheon. And it's like the Zodiac pantheon of gods. And they all have like different sort of domains so <laughs> me just like at 12 o'clock at night like with my headphones on typing a bunch of nonsense history that's the joy for me yes. <laughs> hopefully it is for y'all too <laughs> i love this because we can tell that you are really excited about this and that you love this so we're just gonna keep like egging you on and trying to get you to keep dropping little like bits Absolutely. of what's gonna happen and what's going on with this because like i i'm super excited to learn about all this stuff and i'm a huge yeah. nerd for like the lore and specifics of a way that like certain, you know, modules and things work. So like, we're just going to keep trying to sneak in little jabs at you. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) I want to know about more about y'all though. So what have you made to play in this, in this uh, uh, playground I've created for us? (laughs) Sure. Sure. Yeah. So uh, like I said, I'll be playing as Xandar Randax. Uh, On paper, I'm a Githyanki Gloomstalker Ranger with the charlatan background. Uh, Xandar uses he, him pronouns. He's a bit of a lone wolf sort of outlaw type. And I'm I'm really going to try to play him as chaotic neutral. But Mm. deep down, I think that he really does have like a heart of gold. So I've got a feeling that I might wind up leaning good as like he starts to come out of his shell a little bit and like interacting with the other characters and getting close (laughs) to you guys. Um, Xandar is uh, he's tall and slender, sort of gaunt and haggard looking with rough greenish yellow skin and glossy black eyes. He wears a long coat over a skin-tight padded compression suit, leather boots, and a black wide-brim hat decorated with various gems and feathers and bits of precious metal. Uh, Xandar is arrogant, overconfident, and sarcastic. He's got a disdain for authority and the rules. He was military trained as a rifleman in the Gith Interplanar Defense Force before deserting his squadron for a life as a hired gun. 
He gets by doing mercenary work, smuggling, collecting bounties, and performing various scams, ruses, and cons. And he's also got a pretty serious gambling problem. Uh, um, Xandar is resourceful, deceptive, and martially adept, and he's made a name for himself as a formidable asset among corporate, criminal, and political entities across the void. I love it! So, that's yeah, that's, so cool. that's, that's like sort of what I've Sick. got as far as what's prepared. Um, feel free to, you know, pry with any questions or anything like that and let this lone wolf start to unravel. So, um, so I Robert and I... unspool you. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm so pumped because when we were we were talking with uh, Matthew Munoz, who's going to be doing our some of our songs and themes and stuff like that, uh-huh. and I was talking to Robert about um, I was like, so what what's like the vibe of Xandar and like what's you know what's like the music you're kind of feeling? And Robert said, Cowboy Bebop, like was kind of <laughs> like the vibe, and I was yeah. like. Yes. Literally what's constantly playing through Xandar's head is just the theme song from Cowboy Bebop. Well, you can listen to that all day long. Yeah, seriously. So that's the vibe of Xandar is just the theme song from Cowboy Bebop. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else, just the theme. (laughs) Yeah. The Gith are a lot of fun, too, because they're like already sort of spacey. In D and D lore, so it was fun. Yeah, to sort yeah. Of- well, at the at like the first opportunity hearing about like playing D and D in space, I was like, okay, well, of course I'm going to play the only canon <laughs> alien D and D race. So <laughs> right. I've never played Gith before, but I'm I'm pretty excited. Uh, Gith Yaki in general are like pretty. Um, like hedonistic and like decadent and mm. uh and they like got like psionic abilities from being enslaved by like the illithid or the mind flares or whatever so i've got mm. like an invisible mage hand and like um nice. i think that like xandar is just sort of like fed up with his people and they're sort of like very decadent lifestyle so he's just like plus being like a defector from the military and everything like that like obviously gith would totally like murder any gith who tries to desert from the military right away so a little bit of lone wolf by choice a little bit of lone wolf by force (laughs) that's excellent that's excellent but yeah the gith are a lot of fun and like i i sort of adapted a lot of the existing lore about gith and just sort of shoved it into this galaxy um but all the stuff with like the mind flayers uh the, the gith and the elves have a very interesting relationship that we'll dig into as well uh, the galaxy is a difficult place to be a Gith, and I think um, we're going to have lots of fun role-playing that comes out of that. Cool. I'm excited. Who's it's a hard next? Knock <laughs> I think it's me. Yes. <laughs> um, so I wrote a paragraph because I got nervous. Yeah, um, paragraph. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it to you, and I'll probably riff a little bit, because um, although I didn't train at the I.O., I do know how to do a little bit of improv. Um <laughs> We're about to see masterwork. I'm so sorry. I'm not, well, I'm not, yes, I don't know if continue. I'm allowed to name drop like yeah. that. You know, um, you're allowed to name drop where you didn't train. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm legally allowed to do improv because I didn't train there, but you know, say lovey. Um, okay. I'm no playing one, hard no as I mentioned. Here. <laughs> no one's going to come after me. Um, <laughs> I just knocked on wood. Um, uh, I'm playing uh, Hart, as I mentioned in my little intro, um, but Hart's full title uh, is H-A-R-T, Unit 8994. Um, they are a void-forged fighter, initially sprung from a weapons and defense system. They are proficient with most weapons and armors and have great tactical instincts, but that's uh, sort of where their expertise ends. 
Um, they were assigned to protect a ship, but whatever caused the ship to become nothing more than scavenger bait damaged their memory crystal, rendering them with little knowledge of why they're actually there. Um, I did mention this briefly to you, but I'll say it again. I do think like in my head, in my, in, in the backstory of Hart, which, um, doesn't exist for them, Hart <laughs> was assigned to the ship to protect a specific person. Yeah. Um, and the fact that, uh. They don't remember who, but just like that vague thought in the back of their mind of like, I've forgotten something that I'm supposed to do. Oh yeah. Um, that's excellent. That's actually, uh, that works perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. That just like <laughs> lives uh, in the back of their brain, much like mine. Um, <laughs> uh, heart is a curious, helpful being with a great sense of duty. Um, being alone for a long time has led them to have more introspective thoughts and they desire to know what their true function in the universe is beyond their initial programming. Um, like I mentioned, they harbor a deep guilt for failing to protect and remember the original inhabitants of their ship. Mm. And sometimes they feel like they're the only being of their kind in the vast darkness of the void. Mm. Um, they, uh, they stand around six, seven, which is a power fantasy for me because I'm only five, two. Um, and I, uh, very excited about that. So please, Jules, put things in there that uh, only someone who's six, seven could see. You're going to reach so many things. I can't wait. You have no idea. <laughs> I can't. We're not going to get into this tangent, but boy, howdy. If I could just not have to climb onto my counters to reach the top <laughs> shelf of my cabinets. Um, they're made out of a sleek silver titanium. Um, they appear vaguely humanoid, but I'd say that they look more like like an Iron Man suit as opposed to like Janet from The Good Place. Mm. Um, so like no one's going to mistake them for anything other than a void forged. Excellent. Would you look like? Rosie from the Jetsons. Here's the thing. I was born in 2008, so I don't know what the Jetsons are. I don't know. You don't know about the Jetsons? <laughs> the famous Jetsons? The, the foundation of the universe I've crafted for us? Oh, God. <laughs> I get the reference, but I've never actually seen it. Was there a dog? There was there a dog, was, right? Name there was, was like a Elvis little family and they had like... No, the dog's name was not Elvis. The dog's name was not Elvis. <laughs> yeah, the boy's name is Elroy. It, this Elroy. is going to start as a D&D podcast and it's slowly going to turn into one of those like, let's watch the Jetsons and reaction videos. Maybe we're just going to watch my Jetsons fanfic. <laughs> oh my God. What happens when Rosie Elroy. and Jane stay home? <laughs> The void. Oh God, that's awful. I'm sorry. I, it's, I quit okay. the show. No, listen. This is a this is a safe zone. Okay, we can talk about the fan fiction that we've written. All right, and uh, you can post the fan fiction that you write about our podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Even yeah, the Flintstones crossover episode. Are you on their Wikipedia page right now? No, I'm just old enough to remember the Jetsons Flintstones crossover. <laughs> we got a couple of Hanna Barbarians here, all right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's just say I've used my free trial of Boomerang. Oh, once or twice. <laughs> um, oh that's all God. I have. That's like that's like that's all that I have written on heart. Um, I'm really excited to play a fighter. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this, but uh, I'm excited to play a fighter because normally I play. Um, like support characters. I play a lot of bards and like mm. uh, warlocks. So like people who stand in the back and like shoot things from far away and they're like, you got this. Um, but I'm really excited to have an AC of 17. And like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm excited for you to have mm. an AC of 17. I know. <laughs> and me constantly checking in to see if I've hit you. 
I can't just wait learning. to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you God do forbid nothing. you get a shield. <laughs> oh, I watch out. I can carry one of those. I'm excited. Wild. Um, Bianca, I have a question. So yes. uh, the unit number mm-hmm. eight, what is it again? Eight, nine, nine, four. Is that eight, from zero, something? Zero, is eight, it five. like a, is it like a Pixar thing where like it's your apartment number or something? You know what I mean? Like, does it have significance? Don't tell people your address, but like. <laughs> Don't tell people where you live. That's how Docs the IO is going to find me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm getting hate yeah. mail. If you really want to know where I live, you can figure it out. Um, oh, but, uh, but don't um, try too hard. <laughs> I'm not. Okay. Don't dox me, please. Um, I'm a nice, I'm a nice little girl. Please don't hurt me. Um, I wish that 8994 had uh like special significance to me. Truly, genuinely, I just really like the way that it sounds. Yeah, that um, sounds very fluid. <laughs> yeah, numbers. it just flows out the tongue. But also the idea that like, if you woke up and all that you knew was that your name was H-A-R-T-8994, like the the thought that there are 8,993 8, others that might be like you, but you like don't know anything about them, that uh, that interests me. And mm. I think is something that that heart grapples with a lot. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, the the void forged are like the newest creatures in the void. They were sort of so. So what I did was I've sort of um, taken the warforged class from regular five E, and I never liked the word warforged. I feel like it's very loaded, so I turned them into void forged, and they've <laughs> sort of um, were created by this anomaly, like this this massive AI intelligence sort of sprung all of these void forged into existence all over the galaxy. Um, and they've all like sort of emerged with this um, idea of like being helpful and no explanation beyond that. Uh, and then immediately after their creator was um, deleted. Mm-hmm. So they've sort of had to find their own space in the void and, and, you know, fight for their rights and things like that. Um, but, uh, you have been by yourself forever on this on this poor freighter. <laughs> yes. The second you told us about your idea for the Void Forge jewels, as a, an Aquarius with an Enneagram 2 and a lot of religious trauma, I was like, this is perfect for me. <laughs> <laughs> as, um, as soon as I heard about the uh, Void Forge backstory, I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I robot. It's the movie I robot. <laughs> And and much and much like iRobot, I think uh, like Xandar is like that sort of distrustful of robots, sort of Will Smith character. So we can can play on that a little bit. I and I can't wait. Show this one's already happened. We are scrap the whole thing. We're doing the Flintstones. (laughs) We're doing the Flintstones. I'm really excited. If 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 Cowboy Bebop is what is playing in in Xandar's head, I think um the like little ditty that plays at the beginning of every good place episode. It's like what's constantly on loop in Hart's head. They're like, it's just like so pleasant and so nice in there with like, just like a deep undercurrent of guilt. I love it. I love that this sweet package comes in such a lethal container. Fabulous. And then there was one. Yeah. Uh, wait, really quick before I go, I have one more mm. question for you, Hart. What, what kind of fighter? I'm curious. Oh, like my flavor? Oh, yes, because yeah, we're all starting like, at level three. Uh, yeah. We're all at level three. Did you guys pick your, or are yes. you not there yet? 
Yeah, I did. Ooh, Absolutely, you, I'm so pick? glad you asked. I want to know. <laughs> um, I picked Champion because mm. in my mind, uh, Hart has been alone on the ship for they don't know how long. Um, so to sort of like while away the hours, they've just been running through protective drills after protective drills and like scavengers will show up on the ship and they'll be like, ah, opportunity to practice. And then just like, bop, 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 bop. um, so, uh, I'm really excited to be able to roll a critical hit on a 19 or a 20. Yeah. That's pretty dope. <laughs> and Robert, what about, what about you? What were you, what was uh, my, were, my subclass was uh, Gloom Stalker. I'm a Gloom Stalker Ranger. Oh so God, like pretty much the most OP subclass. Yeah, those are so cool. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm using the uh, new Ranger um, variant feats from Tasha's Cauldron of Everything too. So nice. I, I really like just the way those. that, I just really like the way that the Ranger has been buffed in, yeah. in yeah. recent releases. And so, so yeah, Gloom, Gloom Stalker Ranger. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Well, I'll jump into into my character. Um, I'm going to be playing Rain Hallwinter, also known by her hacker name, which is Slime. S-L-Y-M-E. Uh, she's a human with one level of artificer and two levels of war mage wizard. So she's basically like, I kind of wanted to do like a sort of, a, I've been watching a lot of Mandalorian. Mm. So like the sort of like techno paladin kind of thing always vibed with me um i was thinking about doing battlesmith for a while but that was so much about the little doggo and (laughs) you guys couldn't handle the french bulldog idea that i had so (laughs) i just i wanted to stick with rain so i went with uh war mage wizard uh rain uses she her pronouns i'm really excited to play her because she's a little badass uh and on the surface she comes off as basically like a chaotic evil character but she's really probably more chaotic good um i had her height at 56 but bianca when you said you were 52 i changed her height to 52 <laughs> <laughs> thank you representation matters yeah yeah so she's she's uh, sure she's here yeah <laughs> she stands at 52 she has royal blue eyes and light blue hair that reaches to her shoulders. And she has an undercut hidden underneath. Uh, you can see the undercut when she puts her hair into a ponytail, basically in the back. Um, she wears yellow tinted visor style, like sunglasses, um, an oversized purple engineer jacket she found on the freighter that she's working on this giant abandoned freighter, which I guess we'll talk about a little bit later Mm. or in episode one. Um, But she found this jacket because it's really cold on this freighter. um, So she stole it. Um, She also has a black hoodie underneath the jacket. So she's got like the, the hood over the jacket on the back and she's also wearing black joggers um, and my favorite part is she's wearing gold Jordan ones, um, nice. <laughs> which sick. They got it. Yeah, they got it. They got to be in this universe. You got to make it. Thank you. Now. Yes, yes. I um, once again <laughs> ripping up paper. <laughs> Michael Michael jo- Jordan, savior of the void. <laughs> I'm named after him. So uh, <laughs> sci-fi Jesus in this campaign. Um, uh, strapped on her back is a plasma cutter, which is basically like a sci-fi sword that she uses to fight off uh, the 
sort of like pirate scavengers that try to steal important parts from the ship she's working on. It's not necessarily like it's her ship. So she's not trying to be like, hey, get, get away from my ship. But some of the parts are important for her to complete her job, which is to hack into the basically the uh, online security of this uh, this freighter, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, on her wrist, she's wearing uh, kind of like a techno smart, like super smart watch. It kind of looks like the Ben 10 watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like oh, he- hella, yes. clunk, hella clunky. And like she, she basically, she imports and exports all of her spells into the watch. So it, it acts as her spell book. So she'll like Ben 10, she'll like spin it and it'll like change the spells and she'll smash oh, it to, to cast it. I also am playing with the idea of, uh, because Robert knows I, I, I base a lot of my characters on Dragon Ball Z characters. Um, and, and yeah, exactly. And rain is kind of a, a cyberpunk fusion of Bulma and future trunks more on the Bulma side, I guess. Mm, Um, just from that, from that family. And so I was playing with the idea of also like, like she, she, uh, using like capsules like they do in Dragon Ball Z where they, God you know what I mean? Like they put like the car in the capsule and they. Isn't, ksh- isn't Bulma already, isn't Bulma Trunks's mother? Mom. Yes. Yeah. So oh, okay. I would be like yeah. another sibling or I something. Gotcha. I don't okay. know. You'd be part of but, the, the capsule family of products. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm, I'm still thinking about that, but I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, uh, what else? So, Rain is very loyal to her allies. Slime, however, wants her enemies to fear her. She's very proud of her work and is off. She often gets pretty pissed if you haven't heard of any of her hacking feats. Rain has been hired by a privateer voyage scavenger by the name of Durgan Candon. Uh, while Durgan is definitely a shady figure, uh, he's offering Rain a shit ton of money for her to hack into the system of this abandoned void, fr- void freighter. She's surprised to find that this really old ship has a really complex system. So I think like when we meet Rain, she's she's super focused on this system. Um, A, because it fascinates her that she can't break into it that quickly. Mm. Um, So she spends a lot of her time just like at the computer. Um, She's really made herself home on the abandoned freighter. She uh she enjoys listening to hip hop and smoking cigars while she's hacking. Uh, but in her free time, she's either training in the little makeshift gym that she she has on the freighter or she's making weapons and armor to help her fend off the pirate scavengers. Um, and yeah, she's very different than I am. And I'm super excited. The player. <laughs> what a cool character. Your character is like the kind of teen I would see on the street and be like, please don't talk to me. Yeah, she's... <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking like like giving her like uh like a gold grill, you know, or like <laughs> something like that, you know, like like just a real real like I you know. Love this character. I love okay, it's, it's the thing we haven't even started playing it, but already the dynamics between these three characters I think yes. are going to be so interesting. Yeah. yeah, you guys are very like far in different directions. I think it's going to mm-hmm. be really really cool. 
I, I think that we nailed a pretty good, like without really talking to each other about what we were going to be nailed, like a pretty good balance for a party too. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. from a, a tank to like a magic user to like a ranged fighter. We got a little bit of access to heal access to healing too. So like not bad. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good especially, party comp. Especially uh, Rangers being like half casters, you know what I mean? So you have like full caster, half caster, and then tank, you know, it's good. Right. It's good. Good squad. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I just want to play. That's really all I want to do, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Humans are, um, sort of, uh, uh, not new to the void, but they're definitely sort of considered like the little brother of the creatures of the void. Um, uh, they owe a lot to the elves, uh, for sort of helping them along in their technology. Uh, so it is a mix uh, for humans. I think Rain is perfect for this of like really old sort of tech mixed with like really new sort of tech. Uh, and I think that yeah. is reflected in their style as well. Yeah. And and something something that speaks to that and as, is a part of Rain is that, yeah, she's human. You know what I mean? Like humans get a lot of flack for being very like basic, you know, very mm. simple people, simple culture and everything like that. So I think like she has this sort of like chip on her shoulder. Like she's like, yeah, okay. So maybe I can't use my brain mage hand or anything like that, but I, I could do some crazy shit if I work hard enough, which I think is like very human. You know what I mean? We yeah, see that absolutely. in a lot of movies and stuff like that. Like humans <clears throat> are the ones that like push and push and push and keep fighting. So like, I I'm, I'm very excited to and a little nervous to see like where, what paths like rain takes, you know what I mean? Like what, um, like I, I imagine myself in a lot of situations and I do this as a player just in general, but I, I imagine myself in a lot of situations where I'm trying to find like creative ways to use spells to get out of situations. I'm usually not an instigator, but I usually am someone that's like, Oh, well, you know, like how can I control the battlefield? Yeah in a creative way. So I'm, I'm excited to see like what rain comes up with in those specific scenarios based on her attitude, if that makes sense. Nice. I'm curious. Uh, I'll, I'll ask both of you <clears throat> what, uh, like specifically for your character, what mechanic or like feature are you most excited about? I gotta look up the word. Let me look it up. Just skip me for a second. I'll right. go. I'll right, go. go my character yeah, sheet yeah. is open. I've been thinking about this. Yeah. Cool. Um, flavorfully, like obviously, the void forged are very helpful, and so the idea of um, of Hart being this like very tall, very imposing figure that's like, "Hello, welcome to the ship. Please come on in. Let me help you with the bolts and the nuts and the things that you need to take off." Um, but uh, they are just so strong, um, <laughs> and. Uh, I'm really excited. I have this like feature called Iron Fists, where if I hit someone unarmed, um, I get to like roll dice and then add my strength modifier. And I just can't wait to punch people because, as I mentioned before, I've been playing a bunch of little nerds who can't hit anything to save their lives. Just um, drop fat damage. <laughs> I'll, I'll put a couple of nerds in your path to be punched please, for sure. Please, and I'm just, I'm also, I'm just really excited to play like an an android type character nice. um and they're a duelist uh so it's a lot of fancy footwork cool what about you okay so i think for me and rain it would probably be so the the, the war the war mage is very um defensive 
So there's a lot of like arcane deflection and, and things like that. Durable magic, deflecting shroud, right? Things like that. But there's one ability, which is the total like fuck you move. And it's called power surge. And it's basically like absorbing, like storing magical energy and then like using it to hit someone with it. And it's just like that. Like I was saying before, I can't do that. I can't <laughs> make, I can't make my brain, you know, do all these cool like abilities and stuff like that. But like, I can take your fucking shit and I'm going to throw it right back at you. I Tight. think that's like a total, like total rain move. Nice. What about you, Robert? All right. My, uh, like I mentioned before, this is the, this is actually the first time that I'm playing a character using the charlatan background. Um, and as as one of the variant feats for uh, Ranger, there's a new feat called Deft Explorer, where at mm. first level you get an ability called Canny, where you mm. choose one of your skill proficiencies and your proficiency is doubled for any ability check you make with that chosen skill. Nice. And so I chose for Canny, I chose Deception. Oh, so <laughs> all of my, not only am I proficient in Deception, but all of my proficiency bonuses for deception are going to be doubled for every deception check. Oh my so goodness. I'm just like, I'm just really excited to just like really lean into that charlatan <laughs> background and just like lie my pants off and just like lie my way out of like every situation <laughs> and get That's into perfect. trouble. I'm sure get caught lying oh, all the time yeah. and need to fight my way out and things like that. So. So yeah, that's that's definitely the thing I'm most excited for. <laughs> that's so exciting. So uh, when we pick up and we play, we play for real, for real. Y'all are going to be in the hard system, which is the system of the dwarves. Um, there are a couple like interesting planets here, but you all will be concerned with this uh, freighter we've been talking about a little bit. Uh, Rain, you have this job where you're going to be hacking into this freighter. Heart, I almost called you Bianca, and then my whole system of my brain just shut down momentarily. Heart, you are sort of a part of this freighter trying to figure out like what's going on with you. And, um, uh, uh Xander, you have been hired also by Durgan to kind of run security for this mission. So, all of you are going to uh collide for real, for real, uh, very soon. I'm excited to see what happens so i have a quick question are we meeting for the first time uh in session one or have some of us like gotten to know each other i'd say like you probably have had enough time together to build up a bit of a rapport um especially xander and rain since you would have had the void flight from your starting location to here together and then, Xander, you've been running uh, on sort of a smaller spacecraft that's attached to the second dibs, which is the uh, spacecraft that uh, Durgan owns. You've been running supplies to and from the freighter uh, for Rain and Durgan. Uh, so you two have, like, run into each other a little bit, um, and I'll let you guys kind of decide what that relationship is. Um, and then Rain, you know that Hart is on this freighter. I think the two of you have crossed paths before. Whether or not you have shared that with Xander or anyone else back on the second dibs is uh, going to be up to you. Yeah, I think it, it kind of reminds me of Iron Giant, you know, like just like this, <laughs> this like, no, 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 
no, there's nothing here. No, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, that was nothing. <laughs> the reference level of this podcast is just going oh, to be insane. Very high. <laughs> so good. Yeah, what do you know about Durgan is Durgan is um, a scoundrel, <laughs> kind mm. of a scumbag, very seedy, uh, likes to make a quick buck as uh, as easy as possible. Um, and definitely losing his patience the longer this job goes on. So uh, it, it is uh, smart that you maybe keep heart a little bit to yourself. Because uh, mm-hmm. Durgan would definitely be interested to know. But we'll play with that more when we play. Sounds good. Ooh. I'm excited. <laughs> I can't wait. Love it. Soon. Very soon. So that's it. Those are the characters. That's what we're doing. That's where we are. Um, Bianca, where can the people find us? Oh, the people can find us online. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Reddit at the pod has been cast. And you can find us on Twitter at the PHB cast. Let that fan art start pouring in. Yes, let the yes, fan art start pouring please. in. Let the fan fiction start pouring in. Um, also, if you check out all of our socials, uh, you'll get to see a really cool trailer that Carlos put together. Oh, it's oh, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, little, and you get to hear my teaser. big, dumb voice. Your beautiful Ooh, voice. Sexy. Sexy space voice. Sexy space. <laughs> um, And uh, Carlos, do we have anything else to uh, plug? Yes, we do. Um, We want to say a special thank you to Matthew Munez, who will be composing a lot of the music for our podcast, including our themes, which you should be able to hear relatively soon. Um, You can find more of his music on matthewmunezmusic.com. He does a lot of like theater uh, in Chicago. That's how I met him actually. And, um, super talented, really, really, really cool stuff on his site. Um, yeah, check it out. He's got some really great stuff up there. And, uh, Robert, everybody else got to say something. So this is a new segment called Robert's corner. Robert, do you have anything to add? (laughs) Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always have something to add, uh, just, you know, and the, the, the quicker that y'all start really just getting into everything that we're doing and, and, and becoming fans and, and throwing up fan art and stuff like that, the, the, the more we're going to start engaging with our fan base. And, uh, and, and I'm just really excited for that, that relationship to just start growing and, yeah. and for us to just really start just beating you with content and just drowning you with, with, with all sorts Let of stuff that you, you can with content. dive into and that you can you can really dissect and, and love and criticize. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, we, we're, we're, we're just going to really love interacting with that fan base. So uh, I, I think pretty, pretty soon I'll go ahead and throw my character sheet at least up yeah. on uh, maybe the Reddit or something oh, like that, that or the Twitter yeah. or whatever. Uh, and, uh, and we can at least get an idea of sort of what we're going to be able to do and some of the more specifics and mechanics. Cause that's really like the thing that I'm in love with, with, with D and D is just like all the mechanics and, and not to mention that, but just like, just like the collective storytelling and like, mm-hmm. you know, like Carlos was saying before, like every little decision, every, every single thing that happens has like an equal amount of influence on the product. So just like, and even the fans, you know what I mean? Like, so So let's just go ahead, get involved, eat it up. And uh, hopefully we will satiate your appetites. (laughs) 
Well, I love Robert's Corner. That's my favorite yeah, part me of the show. Too. I'm going to put like some sexy cowboy bebop music underneath Please. Robert's Corner. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, but like slow, not like the fast stuff. Like, do, do, and, do. And if somebody yeah, could like explain outro. to me what happens in cowboy bebop or like give me an idea of what that show is like or, or I mean, it's, I really only know the theme songs. So it's like, good. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I can't believe that this is the one reference I know and you don't. Hey, you know, if anybody wants to at me about the Jets and Flintstones crossover or explain to me what happens in uh, Cowboy Bebop, I'm available to start interacting with fans as soon as this episode drops. <laughs> All right, Jane, what do you say we uh, stop this crazy thing? <laughs> we should have stopped it. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, next time we start our adventure into the void, so... Strap in void fares and prepare or take off. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Bye. That's spooky. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Bye.